0: From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to the first of our 60th anniversary series. We're really excited about this. Now, when PSIA's seven founders sat down to form the Professional Ski Instructors of America in May of 1961 at Big Mountain in Whitefish, Montana, they had one goal, and that was to create a standard of consistency for ski instruction that would help draw new participants to the sport from across the nation. And now, six decades later, PSIA-AASI teaches everyone how to slide on snow. It's more than just alpine skiing, welcoming every snow sports discipline, ability, and person. Each winter, PSIA-AASI members embrace the opportunity to create lifelong adventures through education. And today, we're going to introduce our series with Nick Heron and Eliza Koontz. Nick, Eliza, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us this morning.
1: Great to be here, George. Good
0: now, to be here. Eliza, I, I love how we ended that. It's We're talking about lifelong adventures in sport. How does that apply to PSIA? Why is that our theme?
1: Why is that our theme? Lifelong adventures. Oh gosh. It's it, it's such a fun theme because it's um it's up for all of us to interpret in, in our own ways and first of all a, a lifetime could be a season for somebody or it could be um to our our founders uh you know almost 60 years ago or to me it's been about 30 years as a member and all of our adventures um in, in those particular lifetimes have, have been, definitely taken different paths but but I, I just really love it because it's open enough to allow all of our values of our organization and, and all of our individual values that we bring with us to really pull together and show that we're all about um, building these adventures together in a welcoming community and we're all tied together with one common goal and that that's that we are, um, are snow sports educators. And that's just what 60 years ago this, um, this group of – of men in whitefish came together for was to help bring us together and to bring a national standard together from different viewpoints from all over the country and and they set us up to begin that that lifelong adventure all those years ago and here we are today um, not only talking about it but living it too
0: you know nick it's funny to me i'm the same age basically as psia and I was laughing because I was thinking, well, okay, I'm getting weaker and, you know, more wizened, and PSIA is just getting more and more robust. How did we get here?
2: Um, man, George, you don't want to aid. Don't profile yourself so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, I, I think that is such a great question. And, you know, something that I always talk a lot about uh, with Eliza and everyone is, how lucky this association is for generational leadership. Um, you know, We are here where we are today because every generation has had outstanding leaders and the commitment of volunteerism in our association. Um, I am just blown away. When I look at the people that you're about to interview from you know Mike Porter, James Husted, to Grant Nakamura and Maria Shaw, um, all the way to Eric Rolls and Matt Boyd. Uh, there's a few others on there we'll get to as well. It just shows the depth that we have in general life, generational leadership and the commitment to continue to pass on. I'm a big believer of succession planning. And I think PSIA ASI could be one of the best succession planning associations that I've ever been a part of. Um, we are committed to growing our future, and I think that's why we've been successful. Um, while we have to appreciate and cherish our past and where we've come from, we always have to look at where we're going for the future and make sure that we're passing these tools on and challenging ourselves to listen to what is the next demographic, what is the next leaders and members that are going to be a part of the association need to be successful in snow sports education.
0: Now, Eliza, why is this such a milestone anniversary?
1: <laughs> well, I think any any I think any anniversary is a milestone anniversary, but I I think this one um, begs for a huge celebration because it shows you know we talk about sixty years ago we really feel, see how far we have come from from where they started this organization to what's going on not only within our organization today but what's going on in the world today in our society today and uh, right down to our um, what's going on at our resorts and our in our areas today and it's such a huge celebration that we are um i think nick used the word robust that we're such a robust organization and that we um we're not slowing down and we haven't um you know, even through COVID, I mean, boy, I certainly didn't think about that. Uh, you know, affecting our association sixty years ago, and it's a it's a huge celebration, and and our community has become a lot more open and welcoming, and diverse and broad based um, from just even something as simple as as the skill base that we were founded on, and look what's going on now with um, you know the evolution. You know the learning connection and of people skills and and looking beyond the technical skills of um, how to slide and how to ride and the advent um, the, kind of all of the um, internet um, educational opportunities that are out there and our manuals that are in print and uh, sharing through webinars and and our uh, magazines and I mean those those are. Those are just parts of the the sharing within our community that, that haven't always been there and they keep getting added on to and and, you know, who knows what the future is going to bring, you know, as far as our avenue to get information out out to the world, um, literally so huge celebration. Um, 60 years and i mean even 62 years hopefully we have a lot to celebrate and and moving on so um it's a it's a really exciting time as as nick was saying start to hear about all these um histories and where we've come and um well that that's a really exciting story to tell i I can't wait to be part of the story for the next 60 years as well
0: now nick um Let's talk about the topics that we're going to be uh, covering during this series. We're we're really going to be focusing on our top six breakthroughs throughout our 60-year history. Uh, what are some of the topics? And tell us a, a little bit more about the people that are going to be joining us for each of those.
2: Yeah. Um, well... So it, it starts with the skill concept with Mike Porter and Jens Hugh said, you know, and if you are an alpine instructor, you're going to know the, the skills concept and how it's grown into other disciplines and shaped each discipline's uh, um, technical concepts that we need to be delivering. And, you know, that was the foundation that is most exciting. My first attendance at St. Anton, the inner ski was, my first attendance, the at inner ski was at St. Anton, sorry. And one of the things that resonated just with me was the understanding of how every country had some type of skills concept. And it might have been a little bit different, but at the core, it really was shaped by what Mike and the leaders back then, Jens and all of their peers created for us. I'll I'll never forget the conversation Mike told me I think they went somewhere back east and they got together and when they were shaping the skills concept, they had five pages of 124 fundamental skills that made good skiing and they shaped it down to the skills concept. And, you know, we saw that happen with the technical fundamentals when I was on the national team prepping for the inner skis in in the early 2000s, where we had skiing uh, fundamentals that we felt were core that revolved around the skills concept. And it went from two pages down to five fundamental skills and the evolution of commitment of these leaders you're going to love the stories that mike and jen have um as they went through creating those for us um i think the other thing that i i'd be remiss to talk about is kind of the tipping point of success of our association every time we've had um, a decision to make as an association to grow and try new things we've taken it i think that's a core success of ours i mean we all know that through the 40s and 50s 1940s and 50s divisions were created because because of the regionality of our sport because people couldn't travel flights were not as easy you had to be regionality regional specific but as we got to 1961 these leaders around the country like you said did come together and create a national organization and that kicked off a journey of achieving and aligning unity around the country and we've seen that at every turn we've made some really successful decisions for example in 1997 when we created aasi that could have been a tipping point that we've gone the wrong direction and you never know could have created two separate associations but everybody leaned in and said no this is where the industry is going we need to be the point of the spear for all education in snow sports of how you slide and glide on snow. And they created AASI. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear um, Randy Price and Dave Alder share those stories of how AASI was created. Uh, Another big evolution in our industry was Teaching kids. Teaching kids is more than 50% of our lessons that we do across the country, and we needed to focus in on what are the soft and hard skills to deliver sound education to kids. And Grant Nakamura and Maria Shaw, they were part of the JETS, which was part of the national team specific on kids' uh, um, curriculum to deliver to our uh, national organization. And um, what the JETS team has done for us and later built into manuals and built in to task forces has revolutionized the way in which we engage children in snow sports and the way in which Snow sports schools around the country model their children's centers, and I, I think that that's very powerful to know that we leaned in and said, "This is going to be the future of our association. This is going to be the future of skiing is youth, and we need to make sure that we support the growth of youth in snow sports, which is really exciting." So, you know, there's there's these tipping points every time we come along the way. Of boy, do we want to grow? Do we want to accept? Do we want to create inclusion? And I feel very confident that we always lean in and figure out how we want to make sure that we work together. I can tell you when I was on the national team one of the more recent evolutions is you know we always had different when I was on the team we had the alpine team the snowboard team the telemark team the adaptive team and and the nordic team we've actually in more recent years split out the nordic team to cross country and telemark because we believe while they both have three heels they're very different skill sets and so we now have five disciplines on our team but the big difference between when i was on the team to the team now is that one team concept and i think you'll hear eric rolls and matt boyd talk about that during the learning connection and the evolution of that because by creating the learning connection model that made us realize we need to look at education as a whole, that we need to be inclusive, that the way in which we interact with people and we teach are very consistent between disciplines. The differences are the technical fundamentals. But that unification, bringing together our teaching skills and understanding we have the same assessment forms, we have the same national standards in people skills and teaching skills through the learning connection model, that is one step closer To evolving as an association as an education association and really being inclusive as an association and i'm really proud for you to hear all of those. I think the last one that I haven't talked about is is adaptive. and you're going to hear from Bill Boness, uh, Beth Fox, and, and Kate, Catherine Hayes Rodriguez on that. Uh, Catherine, I think, helped actually uh, write the first adaptive manual. Bill Boness is is a phenomenal leader. I was actually on the national team with him. He was one of the first adaptive uh, in, uh, um, team members to be part of the national team. And uh, again, that is another tipping point in our association where we realized we need to support more sliding more ways to slide on hill and we need to support more people to be part of the sport and, and do it safely and I, I can't thank um our leaders who have really figured out how to adapt all of the disciplines into sit skis and different ways in which people can slide on snow and, and it's very exciting to to have all of these leaders share their stories
0: how about equal opportunity for women in snow sports oh my gosh
2: um i'm glad you brought that up um that one's i mean so exciting you're gonna hear from carol levine and megan harvey and I, I i again was on the team with megan harvey she was one of my biggest role models and mentors when i first made it on the team i'll never forget when i went to a one of my first uh events and she was with me and i kind of looked at her and i said what do i do and i i, I can't tell you how great it's been to have mentors uh like megan uh, on our national team but uh through the nineties, it, it's amazing to see what Carol has built the foundation of, you know, what we have right now, uh, the women's summit and our, our virtual women's summit that came out of the creation of women's events that Carol created in the nineties. And, um, there was an evolution of continued growth and something we continue to need to look at and support because to make sure, um, more women are part of our sport and more importantly, more women are part of the leadership of our sport. And uh, I'm excited to hear kind of the history that revolves around that because what they've brought to the sport in terms of um, equity and inclusion is just huge.
0: And speaking of women leaders in our sport, Eliza Kuntz, (laughs) what are your feelings about everything that we're doing here for the anniversary?
1: In specific, specifically, as far as equity and 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 women in uh, in sport and within our in our association leadership, is, um you know, obviously a, a big a big part of it. But we hear these names that are that are coming up on this list, and you know, and I see Marie Shaw's name up there to talk about the evolution of filters. And you know, I I tell you, I wouldn't be here as a leader in the organization as a female leader. And, in this organization today if it hadn't been for the mentorship of marie shaw and um, i i was i was an inspired i was inspired to to want to be a jet that's what kept me going within this organization when i was a young instructor and 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 i was just so excited back then what what marie was doing not only for children's education but for women um for women with support and it was such a, a positive interaction with her and then and then um really she's the one that got me involved in the leadership side of things too and being on um, on committees and the national task forces and and now um here as as the chair of the board of directors and so um, there there are a lot of names scattered in this list that have made a huge impact not not just specifically for that one area that you'll be but there, there are some positive role models out there too and and i i think that this is um a time for for women and not only in this organization but in in, in others um as well to be able to um to step up and um be leaders and mentors themselves and, and PSAA asi is, has always in in my career been a huge supporter of that and um that's only go- that's only going to grow that support
0: now, as we wrap up our introduction, I'd love it if each of you would give us just a, a little background and who you are in the organization, but I I would also like to hear um, both of you give us, uh, like Carol was talking about at the beginning, where do you see us 60 years from now? What what are you hoping develops uh, in the coming uh, nearer future? Nick, let's start with you.
2: Um. Well, I think what I hope I see in the future is, is continued inclusiveness through our Learning Connection model. You know, um, we we go through pendulum swings uh, from technical understandings to people skills and different focuses through uh, the, what is important uh, during each generation. And, you know, I truly believe the integration and the balance of having our, our soft skills and hard skills in the Learning Connection model will help us. Be more of an inclusive um, community and welcoming community i think at the forefront of what we do we need to create safe spaces uh, for people to learn and have fun out on snow and we need to be part of creating those safe spaces um, and i hope that that's something that we evolve as an association
0: how about you eliza
2: yeah
1: you know Yeah, Nick, I completely agree with that. And I think this looking back 60 years is a wonderful opportunity um, for us to think about what our role is. Nick's role, my role, um, staff and board and and education staff and new instructors and veteran instructors is that like the, our forefathers before us that, you know, they, they started something pretty amazing. And then, you know, obviously went on to do other things and, and to influence other people and, and, I, you know to realize that you know our our time here within the organization you know is really short in relative to other things and so so what is that impact that that we're going to bring you know over the next sixty years and I hope it's not too predictable but you know I hope that we continue to hold true to those roots and and evolve accordingly and I'd love to see our community grow and sooner than later just every day I hope to see it grow. Um, more openly and honestly, and, and, and of course, greater inclusion and equity. We have we have a long way to go, and and again, we're on the right track. But continuing to focus on the that learning connection as well, and that that we're really promoting growth not only in snow sports education but the entire industry as well. And um, I really think that that will set us up to to support our membership in the future and and to be there for and to help them be part of charting the next stage of this association
0: You know, I love podcasting and interviewing and I am so excited about this series coming up and so honored to be a part of it so thank you both and uh, Nicholas Heron Eliza Kuntz thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us Thank you George that was fun
2: Yeah that
1: was great George I look forward to hearing all those podcasts
0: From the PSI ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.